Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People living by Rotary's motto of service above self. And Jonah, today our special guests are Bill Bree Miller and John Roger, and they are both physical therapists, and we're going to be discussing the benefits of PT. So welcome, gentlemen. John, Thank you. Good morning. And Bill, Thank how you. are you today? So tell us, uh, John, what actually is physical therapy for someone who may not have ever had it or doesn't know about it? Well, that's a good question. Um, really, uh, what we do, what we've been talking about is treating movement disorders. Right. So I think uh, in the past, people have realized that when you have an injury and uh, maybe, let's say, you have a fracture, a broken leg. Right. And you can't move your ankle very well anymore. You go to PT and, uh, and you can get it, you know, you can get it fixed. You can do some rehab. Um, but really, we uh, other types of uh, problems that people can have where they're uh, having trouble getting around, uh, can't get up out of a chair, maybe some frailty right? as people, uh, people age, or something like back pain, where uh, they come in, their main complaint is pain, but really they're having trouble moving. Their muscles are in spasm. So these are um, conditions that are not resulted um, from an injury directly. That's true. We see a lot of uh, a lot of people that have problems of that type. Just mm-hmm. old age problems. Well, not just old age problems. Sarah, I mean, I'm Sarah wouldn't know about that. I don't I know. I'm just. Uh, I mean, you can have other ailments and qu- and quips and quibbles without being old, can't that's you? That's true. That's true. Gentlemen. True. Well, a lot of times you you start to have uh, maybe something that's minor. Maybe you have a flare up of arthritis or some joint pain, mm. and then you stop moving. Mm-hmm. Then the muscles get weaker. So you right. have kind of a cascade of events. You have a, a worsening of symptoms until so people realize. So what happens? Do you go, um, Bill, what happens? Do you go directly to the physical therapist or do you seek out a doctor, say that that scenario is the scenario? Well, in New York State, you can come directly to a physical therapist. Um, there is a direct access in New York State. However, most people do go to a physician and, and hopefully the physician will refer the, the person to physical therapy. Um, Oftentimes, um, it's as a last resort, and we would, you know, like to see it um, happen more, more frequently or sooner, so that um, if someone is just starting to experience some back pain or an overuse injury from running, Mm. that they get into a physical therapist sooner, because it's much easier to treat something. Um, when it's in its beginning stages than once it's become chronic. Chronic. Well, now, Bill Bremiller, uh, let me ask you a question. Is there such a thing as prophylactic physical therapy? In other words, uh, before things start falling apart or before you've had all those aches and pains, do you also teach uh, people uh, exercises? Yeah, preventative exercises. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Back pain is, is a is a typical example. Someone may, might come in with a you know just a slight um, case of back pain and um, oftentimes we'll get them started on an exercise program and through that exercise program it'll reduce the risk of that becoming more severe in the future or um, even developing you know those type of symptoms now are you two two gentlemen in practice with uh, together we are yes okay and where do you have your locality well the main uh, office the first office that we started is in Millbrook Right. Uh, New York and uh-huh. then we uh, opened a satellite office in Hopewell that's been not quite a year yet. 
Right. Oh, wow. Well, John, John Roger, you don't look old enough to be a physical therapist. That's a compliment. <laughs> I'll take it because as a compliment. I assume, I assume that you have to have some type of credentials. Yeah. How, how does one become so a physical therapist? Wh- what is the, the degree path or training path or t- tell us what, tell us how that happens. Well, right now, uh, physical therapists coming out of school have to have a graduate degree. And really the... So you go to undergraduate school and you major in what? Um, You can major in um, health sciences, athletic training. Uh, I majored in biology, started out in general bio, Mm -hmm. and then decided I wanted to become a physical therapist. Okay. And right now, most programs are a doctoral degree. So um, there's a lot of training that's involved. Wow. And Bill, uh, let me ask you a question. How did you get to become a physical therapist? Uh, I went to the Army Baylor program. I did my undergraduate work in Tennessee, got a degree in biology, and got my master's at uh, Baylor. All right, and uh, so you were an army officer. I was. So do you? I mean, do you like make little ladies stand up straight and say, absolutely tension? <laughs> Standing Get up straight up. is probably is probably one of the be- better things for preventative anything. Absolutely good posture. Well, you know, I, I think it's wonderful that uh, anybody who goes into the health fields, whether the doctor, nurse, or as our two guests today, Bill Bremiller and John Roger, physical therapists. Uh, to help people. It's a wonderful gift and a wonderful talent. Have you ever um, had physical therapy, Jonna? Uh, I need it, I think, actually. <laughs> uh, no, let's talk right. about me. All right. I yeah. I have, you had, have you ever uh, had well, it? Well, I went to an orthopedist, very fine uh-huh. fellow in Rhinebeck. I won't mention his name because he'll get mad at me because, you know, you know, well, he, everybody gets he, mad at you. Why stop now? But, but anyway, I had a, so I had you had a shoulder had to go problem. To I, no, no, I had a shoulder problem, and uh-huh. he uh, he borrowed a needle from a local veterinarian and injected me with cortisone. And it sort of helped Ouch. a little bit. It sort of, no, it, it, actually, he's a very talented well, and has okay, a nice touch. But it, and he has recommended that the um, next stop is physical therapy. So what kind of things will I see when I, uh, or people who are listening at home, if the doctor says, you know, you need to go to physical therapy, do you have weights? Do you have machines? Is it just, uh, you know, done without weights and machines? How, give us a typical uh, session in your... See, I set him up. Thank you. He doesn't know anything about what no. you do. So, so what are you <laughs> going to expect? So right. tell us about when, you go, when you're, you've been... Um, you, you, we either call directly as a, as a patient or somebody has been referred to you and they walk into your office. Does it look like a gym? Does it look like a hospital right. operating room? What's the story? Well, initially we would take them back to a private room and, and do a thorough evaluation. Look at your range of motion and try to figure out exactly what's the etiology or what's the cause of that shoulder pain. And then we try to, uh, you know... Uh, and they're develop. not going to do it now, so calm no. down. Oh, I saw open to get All a free right. session. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, then we develop a, um, we assess it and right. decide what, with the doctor's input, what the problem is. And then we either use modalities such as ultrasound or laser or electrical mm. stim to try to manage some of the pain. But primarily we try to restore uh, the function of that joint back to normal through mm-hmm. strengthening it and, you know, working on your range of motion and now, uh, many doctors, so, for example, my doctor get, had x-rays taken. Will you also examine the x-rays, or is that not something you're supposed to do? We'll take no? a look at the x-rays yeah. if we have uh, okay. availability. We're, we, we can't read x-rays, right. per se, but um, sometimes that can be helpful in determining the severity of an arthritic joint or something like right. that. Right. Now, John, what about uh, weight training? I mean, you know, the people who have been to physical therapy, like me, have an idea that you know, maybe they've 
taking their elderly mother over there, and they, they put little five-pound weights around their ankles, and they're trying to lift them he, as best they can. He's so <laughs> hoping you have weights in your office. Can you I tell can, them? I can see that, yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. Just, we do have just weights. Just spit it out, Jonah. Okay. But <laughs> I, yeah. I think the most important thing, and I think uh, Bill touched on this a bit, is that we individualize the program. Right. So we're looking specifically at you. What are some of the kind of movement disorders, the issues that are going on with, let's say, your shoulder? Right. Which muscles are weak and strong? And then we tailor that routine to you. And sometimes we use weights. And we have other machines. And, and then we also, a uh, very important part of that is the home program. The, the patient's got to do oh, something. Oh, homework. That's a good homework, point. Yeah, right. tell us about that. Well, again, individual program for the patient. And then we modify that as we go so that... The, as they're going through their therapy, they shouldn't really be doing the same old exercises for weeks and weeks. We should be modifying it. We should be give them more challenging things as they're able to, to get t- stronger or become Absolutely. or they are repairing. I don't know. I, that yeah. maybe that's not a technical term, but as you're getting better, as you're rehabilitating, you know what? What, it what surprises me, gentlemen, is that you talk about muscles and bones. I always thought physical therapy was just bone related. But it is muscle related, and is there a, a typical and tendon amount of related? Yeah, I typical. suspect. Um, I don't know, John. Am I correct? Oh, sure. You're I dealing mean, with tendons. You're dealing mm-hmm. with muscles. You're dealing with bones. You're dealing with the whole thing. It's and it really gets back to uh, movement. Yes. Bill yeah. Bremuller, uh, let me ask you this question now: um, Is there a typical amount of time that somebody has to be in physical therapy, or it just varies depending on how severe the uh, problem is? No, it varies greatly. We can uh, have someone come in, such as an individual that has back pain, right? And we can uh, evaluate them and decide that look, you just need a home exercise program, and it'll be one visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may send somebody else that has multiple trauma from a motor vehicle accident, and it could take months to restore, you know, many joints to the the functional level. Now, John Roger, let me ask you this. Um, How does somebody listening at home think they might need a physical therapist? How would they know it? Because, you know, well, you know, you get up with the lakes and pains. You don't know. It's maybe people have different tolerances for pain. Uh, What are the warning signs that maybe they should see a physician or come and see you in in Millbrook uh, for physical therapy? Well, I think they have to uh, think about, are, are they having trouble doing things that they would normally do? Right. So if they're not able to um, get up out of a chair anymore, if they're having trouble gardening, they're having some pain with those activities, we want to keep people going. I mean, that's our, our real goal. Sometimes people get worried that we're going to stop them from doing things. And well, it's just the opposite. Use your judgment, and you know when you need to see a professional. And you know, we'll find out more about this in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the exquisitely mobile Sarah O'Connell and our very special guest today, physical therapist Bill Bremuller and John Roger. And Sarah, who exercises their right to bring us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, this week Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Middletown, Millbrook, and Poughkeepsie, Arlington. And did I mention that it is the award-winning Radio Rotary? That's true. That's true. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. 
Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, the squeaky weaky Aiken Painey. Jonah Trebowasser. Just wait till you get to be and my age, young lady. I, <laughs> I'm holding my breath. <laughs> and today our special guests are physical therapists Bill Bree Miller and John Roger, and they have a practice in Millbrook and I believe one another office in Hopewell, Hopewell Junction. Junction. And yeah. in the last segment, we talked about the types of people that come to see them, why they come to see them, but we wanted to really delve into... How has physical therapy as, as a medical arts practice changed in the past, say, decade, 15 well, years? Well, especially What's with all the, the baby boomers now? coming of age and the talk about the fact that more and more Americans are obese. How's well, that changed? Well, and that our, our population is getting older. I mean, there, there's a lot of directions right. we can go go into here. But I know Bill has some, some pretty definite ideas or, or thoughts he'd like to share, so... Yeah, there are several reasons why physical therapy has changed. Uh, one of which is that just that the um, the orthopedic surgical techniques have become so advanced that that they can do things arthroscopically that they they couldn't do. Could 10 you explain years what ago. that term is, arthroscopically? Where they do surgery on, say, a shoulder, and they don't open the joint. They they have very small incisions that they go in. There's very little tissue damage. Right. There, it's um, less evasive. It's Sounds, much less invasive, and um, it takes a lot more skill for the surgeon to perform those techniques. Um, but it also means that they're fixing things, and, and more people are having surgery that didn't have surgery before. Oh, so, I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it that it's just less dramatic surgeries. Well, and we see more. We see uh, more shoulder surgeries. Um, okay. And, of course, the, the shoulder surgeries and other surgeries are being done on younger athletes uh-huh. because um, of the um, significant in- increase in the amount of sports participation. Right. So can I ask a quick question? Are shoulders more common of an injury than knees? Are knees the most high, you know, the highest volume of injuries? Fifteen years ago, I, I would say knees would were more prevalent than okay. shoulders. But I think shoulders in our practice have become um, 
we, we're seeing more shoulders than knees at this point. Why is that? Is it the type of activity people are doing? I think it's related to that. A lot of overhead activities, people, the shoulder is a very complex joint. It's not a very stable joint. Um, and it has to, you know, do a lot of different movements. And, and so people are much more active and we see more injuries to the shoulder. But I, I do think it goes back to the surgical techniques. And, gotcha. And now, speaking of surgeries, gotcha. you know, you, you hear a lot about hip replacements and knee replacements with um, titanium and all sorts of other miracle uh, events, John Roger. Uh, is after these surgeries, is physical therapy called for often? Uh, yes, it's part of a standard uh, of care. Right. And a continuum of care that people who are having joint replacements are going to have physical mm-hmm. therapy. They should. And, you know, again, what we're doing with that is trying to uh, maximize their function, increase the motion of those joints, because oftentimes, let's say, a knee replacement is very stiff after the surgery. Right. So uh, initially, the, the person may have uh, pain from swelling and irritation, even though those painful parts of the joint are removed. So just the surgery itself is somewhat of a trauma. And then after we do the therapy with them, obviously we expect them to be better than they were before. Mm-hmm. So how can our listeners at home uh, prevent uh, these kind of injuries? Like, uh, you know, you talked about back injuries earlier, Bill Brymiller. And uh, how can they uh, prevent these things on uh, proper ways? Can you advise proper ways to pick up heavy objects and things like that? Well, I think the most basic um, reason or way people can reduce their risk of injury or rate of injury is to stay in good physical condition and um, you know, manage their weight and to, to exercise aerobically and some kind of a strength and uh, flexibility program. If people have a well-rounded uh, fitness program, they're going to minimize their risk of injury and overuse um, So, Bill, problems. you're talking about aerobic. That's obviously getting your heart rate up. Um, then um, strength uh, training, a little bit of strength training is light weight lifting perhaps, and then stretching could be, say, a yoga program or a Pilates program. Or it could be just a, um, a flexibility program that they could do at home. Uh, and the strength training, you know, really should be supervised or at least set up by someone that knows what they're doing. Well, that's, because... why, that's what I was going to say. Don't you think most of that should be supervised? I do, especially with initially. It, with initially, because this... you can hurt yourself. Yeah, is this the kind of thing you folks <laughs> right. can do for your uh, for your customers, your patients? We see people that come in. People have an interest in starting fitness programs and right. um, uh, athletes or parents that that want to make sure their their child um, is going to be at a minimal risk to injury. We'll we'll see patients or you know athletes to uh, evaluate them and get them on a program to reduce their rate of a, a, a torn ligament. That's pro- that's a good and idea. If the folks at home would like to reach you, how would they do that, John? Well, you can reach us at our office. The number is 845-677-5021. Give that again. Uh, 845-677-5021. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll repeat that before the end of the show. Do you have a website? Uh, Yes, we do. It's uh, millbrookpt.com. I have a quick question. Well, you came from different educational backgrounds. I mean, you didn't go to the same schools. You didn't have the same training. And, Bill, you have a military background. And... um, how did I want to know how you guys hooked up, how you met, and how how you became a partnership here? Well, I guess I can can uh, uh, talk about that. Uh, Bill had uh, established the practice in Millbrook. Um, when did you start there? In 1990. 90. Okay. 
And uh, I'm originally from Hopewell Junction. I graduated from John Jay High School. And um, when my wife and I were thinking about coming back to the area, I saw this little advertisement that was looking for physical therapist in Millbrook, New York. And I said, hey, I think I know where that is. <laughs> so you answered, you answered the ad and right. you and guys met and clicked and what, yep. the rest is history. Bill? Well, John proved himself. He has a very good work ethic and he's a skilled clinician and um you know, I wanted to see if we could somehow make him a partner, and, and we worked that out, and uh, and John has been a great asset to the to the corporation. And I, I will say for folks at home that, uh, you know, if your doctor says you need physical therapy, or if you're listening to us and say, gee, you know, uh, that sounds like something I need, these are two very charming uh, individuals. I'm sure they're very gentle, and they're very encouraging, and... and uh, it's nothing to be afraid of. Our, our people, people come in like very nervous, like sometimes not, they do. not knowing what's oh, happening. Oh, sure, I'll yeah. bet. I mean, because for a lot of times people must be hurt and in pain. I know, well, you've never had physical therapy. I, the first time I went to physical therapy, I was nine years old. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to tell you how old I am now, but I've been in physical therapy. Younger a lot than springtime, are you? I love physical therapy because I always get better. Uh-huh. It's always like, okay, um, I, I am going to be on the road of recovery. And I, I, I guess we can share the fact that I fractured my foot recently. So I'll be in physical therapy again soon. <laughs> I mean, s- silly things like that, you know, that, that you, um, silly, uh, well, I think it's a silly accident. But anyway, the net result is I have a foot thing on now and, and I'm probably going to have to go and have some rehab, I'm sure. And Sarah, there is some trepidation with people that come to the office, especially when they've never been experienced in pain or physical it's therapy. Scary. And they've heard um, stories of, you know, uh, physical therapists that you know it, it hurts. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it's uncomfortable. In order to restore a joint to a normal function, that it can be uncomfortable. But there's a way to do that in a in a gentle Gently. and encouraging way and, and still also, get results. Let's be clear: we're not doing chiropractory here. That's a totally different gig, isn't it? That is. Yeah. It's a different model a, of health. It's a different, yeah, different type of therapy. So um, the, uh, I agree. I just, I feel like when I've had to go, I'm like, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel that I'm going to get better and I'm going to start feeling feeling less pain. In, in the minute or so we have left, gentlemen, uh, can you share with us uh, probably, you know, your, your favorite case, the one where you saw the most, the best results, uh, something that uh, somebody who came in like, unable to move and you got them out dancing something along those lines john <laughs> um one of the ones that comes to mind is a, a person where we were talking a lot about shoulders right yeah. and this uh gentleman had a five-year-old grandson that he couldn't uh, couldn't play ball with mm-hmm. and you know and it made him sad oh absolutely i mean you think about that's just an iconic uh, american you know activity playing ball with absolutely. your grandson and when you can't do it it's it really affects your life well, John Bremuller and, I'm sorry, Bill Bremuller and John Roger, a physical therapist, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary, and thank you for everything you do for your patients. It's great to hear you. And give us, the John, one more time, the phone number and the email address. Oh, sure. It's uh, the website. 845-677-5021, and our website is millbrookpd.com. Well, thank you both for joining us. And Sarah, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week, Jonah, Radio Rotary is brought to us by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210 and the Rotary Clubs of Newburgh, New City, New Pauls, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, and Southern Ulster. For my co-host Sarah O'Connell, for our engineer Jay Bursey, and for our producer Miss Betty Renner, this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and invite you to join us again at this same time next week for another edition of Radio Rotary.